The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Pitched lunchtime and team bonding in the clubhouse are a typical part of what it means to grow up. But this is not the experience of those living in the Liberties area of Dublin. Over 8,000 children are without a green area to play in. Joining me now is JJ O'Mahony, chairperson of Sporting Liberties. JJ, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Hi, how are you? I'm very well. Now, you were on Off the Ball. That's where we heard you talking about this uh, problem. I'm familiar with the area. And for the life of me, I'm trying to think of where you might find a green space. Well, you'd be, you'd be thinking for quite a while, Pat, because you won't find a place... Uh, you won't find a place where you're going to place one sanctioned game of sport in, in that area. It's it's there's eight and a half thousand children under the age of nineteen. There's thirteen schools in the area that don't have play, a place where they can play one sanctioned game of sport. And we we commissioned Professor Gerald Mills from uh, UCD to do a study of the area, and this area ranked ninety third of ninety three areas in Dublin for worst serve for green space. Okay? Now, if you, you have nearby a huge park, the Phoenix Park, and I know people listening will say, why don't the kids mooch up to the Phoenix Park from the Liberties? It's not a million miles away and use some of the open green spaces there for recreation. What do you say to that? Well, if you're a kid, so that's fine for some people where you have good structures at home, uh, strong family, uh, but for many of these kids in this area, they don't have this. So, Phoenix Park might as well be in Australia. It's so far away from those. For for them to make their own way up to there, and that's the that that's the bottom line with some of this. The the, the crux of the problem. You have pair some pair some families in there where they have unstructured homes that uh, there's no way they're going to be bringing to, to so sport. So it needs to be local. It needs to be nearby. Yes, society needs to provide a safety net to those children that aren't fortunate enough to have some of the structures that many families... And sorry, Pat, I, don't get me wrong here, is that there's pa- pockets of this area are fantastic areas, really good, but there are pockets that are live in dire, dire situations where some of the kids don't even have a prayer of making it to a football field. Now, the, the question is, where do you find a green space? This is an area, an old industrial area, if you like, is centred around the Guinness Brewery, but there were other activities in uh, the various uh, squares and alleys and lanes. It, it, you know, it doesn't speak of green space at all and, and hasn't forever. Well, the reason it hasn't, uh, uh, doesn't show much green space on any map is because the policies of the Dublin City Council has, to be, has been to inject into the area student accommodation, hotels and housing. It's been used as the release valve for the city, right? But completely forgetting about the kids that live there and the consequences that we see. There's clubs like Kevin's who do amazing work in around there, Sporting Liberty, uh, sorry, Liberty Saints Rugby, some others. We struggle and it's almost the club should be called against all odds because against all odds, these are able to keep some kids kids going. We have identified two sites, right? We've ident- I've been at this for over 10 years and some others with me as well. People. Yeah. No, by the way, I went on Google Maps. I know the area well, but there's nothing like seeing it, if you like, from the air, an aerial view. And you're looking for green and it's, it's, it's hopeless. So where are you going to create green out of what is probably brown field sites at the moment? OK, so our issue is that if you go back to the trees' garden sites, which, remember, saved so many lives in the heroin epidemics of the 80s, right? The Dublin City Council marched in and corned off all those fields. They, they have been sitting there idle for 16 years. 
I frightened to think how many lives could have been saved had those pitches been opened up. How many kids we could have diverted away from crime and talked. Those pitches now, what we're going to do is that there's for the, the latest pl- city development plan allows for a playing pitch in Trees' Gardens. We were in yesterday, as le- recently as yesterday, and had what I call probably productive but heated discussions with Dublin City Council. There's, they're at a sensitive area. We had long discussions, but there is plans for a playing pitch inside in that area, right? But there w- we need the money's ring fence for those because what I we be, got empty promises previously on those. And the second area, Pat, is Marabone Lane. There's a site in Marabone Lane that has been used by Dublin Corporation. The waterworks are moving out of there. It's about 11 acres. We've been campaigning for over eight years, I think, another group. and that was so, so that's a yard at the moment used by uh, the waterworks people, in other words, Irish Water, who've taken over all those activities. Where are they going to? Because, uh, you know, it's one... Th- for example, there's great space at Cunningham Road, but we need somewhere to park our buses. Yeah, you know, the city has got to be served by buses, so you can't just take that and say, we'll put a uh, grass on it and it'll be fine. But I go back to my point. This is the release valve of the city. Everything can't be dumped in here. Everything, every solution can't be pumped in to the southwest end of the city. There's already a depot across the road from that where the local densely populated area have to suffer from the fumes and all the traffic coming in and out on that. We've already, now is the time to identify that. If the government are serious, so let's say one of the biggest problems in this city is drugs and crime, right? And we have seen this, what's happened in the city recently. If the government are serious and really serious about addressing this problem, let's go to the crux of the matter. Let's go to the crux of the matter where young children are being taken off the streets by the drug lords, by the crime lords, and they're not even being competed against. They've become a commodity in the area the children have. You go into Marabone Lane, if the government are serious, they don't have a swimming pool. Put a swimming pool in there. They have one of the worst education records for going on to third level education in Ireland. Put education in there and put sport in there. Without education, without sport, how do these children really have any chance whatsoever? OK, so uh, you've isolated uh, two sides. You say Teresa's Gardens. What's there at the moment? Is it, is it Brownfield? Is it a place where there was construction and that's now gone or what? OK, uh, Hines are developing a site in there in conjunction with the Dublin City Council and the LDA. The LDA are putting in 540 houses in there. Now, interestingly, we've been at this for 10 years. The LDA can march in within three, four years, get sites, plans in. Again, I'd say the priority of children has dropped. But we have had good, constructive, and I said robust talks in the last few days and yesterday. And Dave Dinnigan, um, who is... We met yesterday and his colleagues, um, Martin and Laura, they've done a lot of work in the area to try and work to see how we can facilitate that. So that can be put in there. But what's there now? There is a, a, there is a plans. Part of it is... No, actually, but what is there physically? If I yeah, want to I'm, see it, what's there? OK, part of it is actually sitting green space that I mentioned that sit for 16 years empty. Part of it is the Player Wills building, building site and part of it is other... Uh, storage facilities and, and buildings that have been So there. if they had a will to do it and the money to do it, within, it does take time to clear a site and to obviously bring topsoil in and plant a pitch and so on and do it right. But within a year, if they had the will, it could be done. I believe so. But now there are other, like, it's not a straightforward problem, as I discovered in the last few days, as we engage more with Dave Dennigan and his colleagues. Uh, it's it's a compl- Because of the bureaucracy of getting procurement, there's a whole sequence of events 
which actually, believe it or not, has brought us out to 2027. But I am pleading that with them. 2027? To... And, and is this a guarantee? Have they said, by 2027, uh, the kids will have a, a, a playing pitch? Well, this is what they said, but the point I raised yesterday, we've been down this road before in 2017 where we got every sort of commitment of temporary pitches, knocking of buildings, knocking uh, knocking of various uh, structures, and there will be pitches delivered. So now what we're saying following yesterday is money must be immediately ring-fenced for that because we don't trust the council at this stage. We've lost all confidence in the people. On this. Now, what about the Marrowbow Lane site? We were only talking about, you know, two sites in an area that has, uh, at the moment, 8,500 children. There are, as you mentioned, lots of uh, things being built, apartments and houses and so on, which inevitably will produce more children. Um, so that that number is likely to go up. So Marabone Lane, how far away might that realisation be? We So it should be a lot more advanced than where we are, right? So as I said, eight years we've been knocking at the doors of Dublin City Council. They are reactive rather than proactive on this site. So where we are is that it's, they haven't even come up with drawings, they haven't come up with plans. But what I say, remember, this is a site of 11 acres, 11 acres. We're probably for a, for a football pitch, soccer pitch, and I'm talking multi-sport, GA, soccer, rugby, uh, boxing, all of those, is that that area, we immediately, if there was a will, you could deliver on that site within 18 months, I feel, a playing pitch to get kids I, off I, the street. I'll read you, JJ, some of the comments coming in. Uh, the old city basin beside James Hospital would be perfect. I'm not sure if you've uh, looked at that. Uh, I lived in Dublin 8, moved to another area as we were having kids. There were no green spaces. We missed the neighbourhood dearly. That's from Eamon. Bike lanes seem more important than kids to Dublin City Council. How in the name of God is this still going on in Dublin 8? We've been trying for years to give these kids a spot to play sport on to no avail. How do these people in DCC get elected? That man has restored my faith in humanity. The Dublin riots didn't stem from nothing. Catching the kids young, redirecting their energies is the way forward. DCC have a lot to answer that's from Sharon. And listening now to the lack of facilities and the liberties, that's where I grew up. I'm now in my late 20s. The situation hasn't changed. And I wonder if my future children will have any better access to facilities than I did. Why should myself and the community I grew up in, in Dublin 8, not be entitled to the same level and access to facilities that all the rest of Dublin has, as well as those across the country? We just want basic green space for children and young people to play sport, socialise and be positive members in society. We're not asking for a Croke Park Stadium in the Liberties, so why does DCC not provide what it has provided to every other area in Dublin? Why is our community being treated as second class? That puts it in a nutshell. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a couple of things, Pat, is that there's, there's, there needs to be a seismic shift in the culture and attitude to this area by Dublin City Council. And what I mean by that, and I'm going to give you some examples, Pat. So it, a lot can be done to change it, but there's a no-because attitude in there. There's a no-because. I'm going to give you an example. Since 2021, our community centre burned down. We have done campaigned and everything. It's going to be about four years before that's, that is restored, right? Four years. And we were, the, the first answer we got, no, because the tender wasn't taken up. We look for alternative accommodation for these children, elderly people, no, because there isn't money. We look for handball alley alongside up on Crumlin Road. That's lying idle for 30 years, no, because health and safety. Marrowbone Lane, continually no, because. And finally, Marshall Seas Barracks, we've gone up there, we've put plans, everything in there to do a cultural centre with hurling, no because. This no because attitude has to change in there. 
JJ, thank you very much for making a, a very good argument for, for Dublin Aid. JJ Omani is chairperson of Sporting Liberties, and we will be following up on this uh, particular item. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.